listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I want to talk to Samson. Fly me to the moon like that bitch Alice crammed in. Because it's hard being black and gifted. Sometimes I want to throw it all down and get lifted. They call me Sir Smoke a lot. Bitch, you a cop? Get off me. Everybody knows in my neighborhood. It's the best this around. Samson gets blessed. Got the whole town on lockdown. Think about this shit, please. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Saturday uh, for the feedback show. Yes, we are. And uh, this show is for you. Yo, smoke dick for crack. <laughs> you ever suck dick for crack? Boo, this huh? man. Um, no, I can't say that I have. <laughs> uh, You're not an addict. Yeah, I, you know, it was just what I needed this uh this morning. <laughs> I uh actually uh you know, it's been kind of a weird time in Charlotte the last few days. Yes, it has. Uh, it was my birthday yesterday, but at the same time I wanted to go out to eat and I couldn't cuz we had a curfew. Uh, so I had to go to a different restaurant than the one I wanted to go to on my birthday. Right. They was like, we trying to get the cooks out of here. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's been a real interesting time. And, uh, this morning I was just thinking about, uh, Half Baked and, uh, cause like one of my favorite movies of all time. And, uh, I was just saying, I tweet for the people that, you know, could quote Half Baked, you know. <laughs> and they was quoting it too. And everybody on my timeline is just, it's, it's just really like my mood because just like everybody on the timeline knows this movie or a lot of people do. And they just been shooting quotes at, at me all day and I just been answering with quotes. Um, and it's just so, it's just so fun, man. So I think, uh, you know, I appreciate everybody out there, man, that, uh, listens and, the people on Twitter and stuff inter- interacting with it, man, because uh, that's just what I needed to hear, man. There's so many quotables in that movie. So many. Oh, man. I love that movie. <laughs> yes, Cuba B. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my name is Cuba B. No, he said, I'm not. <laughs> oh, he, no, no, he, he said, said, I'm not Cuba I'm going to kill your little. I'm gonna kill your little Mexican friend. He was like, I'm not Mexican, I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. Yes. <laughs> Samson, it's Sheila. Mama fell down the stairs. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. If y'all have not seen that movie, please go watch it. I don't wanna be the first nigga to die from a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't Jamaican, then why would I be wearing this hat? Lot of mercy. <laughs> that movie and hollywood shuffle are like two of my favorite all-time movies me too killer kill b and of course there's fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you i'm out <laughs> you need that job <laughs> oh, all right guys you people that don't know that movie like i don't get it uh <laughs> right, go, go watch it for references it's hilarious uh i will say this though um on a serious note mm-hmm uh charlotteuprising.com is the website for uh you know if you want to help some of these uh you know the protesters and mm-hmm. stuff like that uh we just donated this morning um uh, you can donate uh you know for supplies and stuff that they need mm-hmm. um you know for signs for mask um for uh you know um water you know all the different things that they need out there because 
you know there's a lot of uh um you know they tear gas people that you can you can donate towards people's bail um mm-hmm. uh, you know the, there's a lot of stuff um that they need out there on the ground you know um people are going out marching we have a mandatory curfew citywide in charlotte at midnight mm-hmm. so basically but protesters have been staying out past midnight i have not heard that they're arresting people um who are peacefully protesting after midnight um which hopefully continues as a good thing right. um but at the same time you really have to worry about where you get your information from correct what sources you can trust uh who's on the ground and all that stuff um you know uh it, it is happening in our city so uh it is a little bit weird uh for us you know especially kind of getting to know some people that are activists and seeing all the inner workings of twitter and social media via activism and how shit works so yeah we were talking about that earlier today and this and it's very very weird because a lot of times like anything everybody's not going to get along you're going to have different groups that have the same uh mission but they do it different ways and everybody thinks their way to write their their way is the only way or the quote-unquote right way when honestly at the end of the day most people just want the same results but you know people get into little nuances and battle and then you already have activists that are already here in the city and then you have people outside coming in and for most people it's not going to bother them but just like anything else when you're dealing with these things you have egos you know all kinds of shit that, that plays into it just like for any movement you've always had you know these things um play their uh roles and yeah it's just really interesting just looking at social media and seeing people interact and talk and speak to each other and you know it's just you know i think that from looking across social media a lot of people have their biases about the south and a lot of that is coming out when i'm like bitch this can happen anywhere but okay yeah so i don't um you know i think uh i mean it has happened other places that right. you know i don't think it's just that but you know this, we've talked about it before on this sit uh, on the show about you know policing in charlotte uh how they've uh, we had that study where it showed that they disproportionately pull over with young black men specifically uh but black people in general um uh more they more likely to use force against black people um you know we uh encounter like some ridiculous amount of the percentage of force from um these uh encounters while making up you know like a small percentage of the population you know so basically the idea is if you're black and you get pulled over you're much more likely to get uh, assaulted you're much more likely to possibly get shot you're most more likely to uh, get a ticket um you're much more likely to be searched um you know it's just a lot of things that add up we've talked about on the show before um and i think in general our police here and the mayor and the chief are a lot more liberal because we have a very black city with a very uh large voting base honestly uh i don't think it's out of any level of like they're just good people Mm is they don't have a choice even when guys pat mccrory the bigoted ass uh governor he was our mayor right he was not now how is that possible right because i know you're thinking like well i know pat mccrory from you know disenfranchising black voters and i know him from the lgbt laws and and passing laws against uh that basically say you can discriminate 
<clears throat> well basically when he was here he was a moderate mm-hmm. because that's how strong the black vote is here yes, sir. and essentially it was eroding under his leadership the uh white vote was eroding so mm-hmm. by the time because so many black people are moving in it's it's almost like atlanta where you have to start becoming beholden to black people so he left at some point because it was untenable you know eventually we are having black mayors and mm-hmm. um you know we have a white lady mayor right now shit i think our last black mayor stole some money end up going to jail Come but on, he did and we had a black police chief but i think he left rodney monroe mm-hmm. yeah he left um and he was a black and it was a big time because him becoming the first black police chief and believing in community policing and shit a lot of white people didn't want him here no. you know I, I remember them saying like uh they questioned his degree because he didn't have like two credits it was like a clerical error or something and they were like well he's not qualified for this position they wanted him fired uh essentially saying basically even though he had already been a com- uh, chief other places even though he had already reportedly done a great job uh before now they wanted him gone because it was like not just the one he was black and they felt like we can't trust a black dude to be a police officer because white people are scared of black people um and it's almost like what side are you on two he believed in community policing which is a different model than what people wanted they want people to come in crack some heads and fucking subjugate the black community and treat them like shit um and he he was not doing that and uh uh what he he was literally and i don't know what it's like now but when he was here he was literally building bridges like they would actually meet with the community they would have the officers get out their car they would have less officers in vehicles he actually had more officers actually on foot or on bike or on motorcycle interacting they had more uh they met with uh, the community organizers of these communities especially uh latino because we have a huge latino population here and a lot of the problems come from lack of uh the language barrier and things like that so you know he was big into you know uh breaking down that language barrier and all this type of stuff literally making it to where uh you could diffuse a lot of situations versus just coming down and cracking heads and for those people outside of the city that's not inside of the city this shit has been bubbling over for a very long time and we've had police shootings here before that some didn't even make the national news but we had uh one that made the national news where he got tried it was a mistrial or something then the, the dude got the cop hold on not just he the cop the cop that shot him got mistried yes. got 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 tried he got a mistrial then he got retried and he he got um he got he basically got found not guilty um but that was a jonathan jonathan pharrell uh killing um but yeah we've had other people killed you know i think within since december maybe six people or something like that um not all of them have been black Mm -hmm. um not you know some of them you know is the police account you know obviously always justifies whatever happened um there's not you know footage of some of this shit um uh you know i'm not like i'm not i'm not a person that's trying to say every police shooting is unjustified and shit i don't know it's just when you have no faith in the police Mm -hmm. you don't you can't just blindly go whatever y'all said is what happened and that's the that you know a lot of times it's the case and in situations like this where the family speaks up where you know you're not even looking for this guy he you know there's the video from his wife has been released at this point like um 
it is very difficult to to believe the police account they won't release their video of it the you have dash cam uh footage and all this shit they won't release at least two dash cams um you know you have the footage of the wife and the wife is telling them uh, he has a traumatic brain injury he doesn't have a gun you know so possibly he's having issues following their commands she's telling him he just has a book and shit like that you know it's just it looks shady and um you know and then when the community is upset about it um it's a, they're upset about a lot more than just this one person yes, but sir. when they're when they're upset then it's like let's bring in a national guard let's shut shit down and look i don't know a single person not one person who is defending or promoting the violence of people who come in late at night and fucking destroy shit and fuck up people and stuff like that i don't know a single person yet it's like people want us to like disavow those people because really i think they they want us to disavow them so they can disavow the protesters who peacefully go out there and 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 say look we want this video out we want this curfew lifted we like they like they want to try to tie it all together and it's not the same you know uh, uh, like it, it's fucked up that that we that they're trying to make everybody you know um speak for them when that's not some organized group of people that is you know going out there and being like we're gonna fuck up a white dude if we see him in the parking lot tonight like but yet they want the people who are here for you know the NAACP the uh any black person on camera they want them to disavow these rioters and shit like that but that's not their job Mm-mm. you know um at any rate it's a you know it's a pretty complicated fucked up situation but um it's gonna be interesting to see how it unfolds but you know um and how long this shit lasts and stuff because i mean the last few days it seems to have been peaceful you know but at the same time they haven't released a video mm-hmm. um i you know and and the thing is it's not like ferguson really because we are a big city yeah um so like uh and ferguson was like almost all black it was almost like they annexed the black people out to a place yes sir <clears throat> um and <laughs> it's funny if you i guess not funny but if you watch TV, if you live in Charlotte and you're watching TV, uh, when they were talking about <laughs> them fucking up like the epicenter and downtown, uh, if you, you know, know the think. history of Charlotte and you've been here long enough, you it like, was funny because they can't say, oh, look at them fucking up their own neighborhoods and cities. No, you moved not, all the niggas out of there. <laughs> y'all just right. tried to fuck out of that place. Right. They was like, we going to fuck y'all shit up. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah. They couldn't even say, and Epicenter yeah. is racist as fuck, so fuck yes, the Epicenter anyway. Yeah, we haven't been in years. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. They were just, we, I just saw a video about them not letting black people into, uh, an Epicenter spot, like, two or three days before this even happened. And I was like, that's why the fuck I don't go up there, and we brought it up on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah man um obviously it's just a a fucked up situation and you know even with the video even with all that i still don't expect anything to happen Mm -mm. because uh i'm just that cynical at this point uh we've seen people see the videos completely different you know right if you already have that confirmation bias you already believe there uh there's nothing a cop can do that's not justified when it comes to killing a black person um 
these people don't care nope. and you can't expect them to care so um you know i it, it, even if the video conclusively showed the dude didn't have a gun or something i it still expected matter. people to be like well that book looked like a gun so you gotta kill them more mm-hmm. if you find out they planted a gun at the scene mm-hmm. i still expect people to be like i know they didn't you know it just won't matter you know it just won't matter so um we'll see what happens um mm-hmm. with the uh you know with, with as more develops um and we'll see if there's more people in the streets and shit you know hopefully national guard and state troopers will leave soon but um like i said charlotteuprising.com i'll put the i'll put it in the show notes uh if y'all want to donate and help or anything yeah and and what was hilarious uh i sit there working uh me and my black co-worker was sitting there and I, I don't know if somebody did this by accident or what, but they must have clicked on one of the videos with people protesting, shouting the Black Lives Matter. And all of a sudden, it just kind of abruptly kind of went through the floor <laughs> really loud. And uh, me and my coworker looked at each other. And I said, what what went through the floor? The the video, the loudness of the video mm-hmm. of the people shouting Black Lives Matter okay. erupted through the uh, floor. Mm-hmm. And it was the only thing you could hear. And... um me and my coworker looked at each other and I said, did they make it all the way up here? <laughs> she said, I don't know. I say, do I need to go get my pro black shirt? Yeah, I was actually annoyed because uh, we went to lunch on Thursday. Like, you know, me and Cam, we eat lunch together a lot. And um, we went to this bar that we like to go to. You know, I'll, I'll, all the time. So now I'll just get wings or something mm-hmm. and just kind of you know and they quick and fast eat for an hour and leave or whatever and um you know but it's a bar you know right. and normally when we go to this bar we are the only black people in there mm-hmm. um even though you know it's i don't know it's just i don't know it's something i never really think about Mm-mm. um or thought about before this and the owner is one of those guys where he'll come over and speak and you know he's a pretty nice guy or whatever uh but you know older white dude or whatever and he'll come over just every once in a while and speak to me mm-hmm. um you know uh maybe talk compliment a shirt or something like that decent dude it's the same place where if you guys have been listening for a while the same place where that woman complimented on my shirt that said black women saved my life so mm-hmm. you know it's a pretty cool spot you know uh small kind of sports bar-y but not like the corporate kind just a laid-back chill spot so we'll go there to eat and this dude who looks like he's a th- few sheets into the wind some white yes, dude he, he comes over and touches my shoulder which ugh, I don't like when strangers, I don't like when strangers touch me, man. I do not like when strangers touch me. Um, you know, if you know me or if I know, uh, like if it's some, like you know my name, I'm not, it's not so bad. Like I'm not so pushed off, but it's just like, uh, it just feels like ice touching your shoulder. So he touched my shoulder <laughs> and I, you know, I turned around and he was like, Hey, and we was like, and you know, uh, I'm, I'm like, I, like I don't know him. I'm trying to place like, do I know this motherfucker? uh he's like hey man hey how y'all doing and i'm uh karen of course leans forward smiling all that stuff you know as karen does um and i'm like what's you know basically like waiting on him to say what the fuck like does he know me from somewhere does you know does he know uh karen i didn't recognize him and he's just like hey man hey this is just crazy what's going on in our city right now and it's a shame and uh you know all this hatred and he's just rambling and it's like he you like i could tell he was a couple sheets to the wind and he's just like you know uh 
it's you know it's just all the hatred and you know hey we weren't we weren't born in slavery you know we don't we didn't live through that time and i was thinking what the fuck is this right and karen's just like she might have been thinking that but she's looking for a smile like yes! he's, like he's giving the most fucking interesting speech ever my face did show and i was trying to keep myself together i personally did not have the fucking tolerance so i just turned my back to him and kept eating and he goes in about some shit about how you know it's a shame and the hate and nobody should hate each other and his son was in the marines and or the military and he came from a racist town and when he was a kid the teams used to play sports together and we just all call each other brothers and that's all that matter because we was all brothers and you know bringing up god and martin luther king and shit and the whole time man i'm not gonna like i just was picturing myself punching him in his motherfucking face the entire goddamn time he was talking um so i just turned away and just didn't say shit you know like i just eat my wings like hoping he would take the hint to leave right and he just sit and but you know it's hard to take the hint because karen's over there smiling leaning forward like <laughs> like she wants to hear this bullshit and uh he takes no social cues so he thinks karen agrees with him to be honest he's like so you agree right you agree and then he tap me on my shoulder again he's like oh what you don't agree and i just leaned back it was like uh i agree that hate is bad and then he was like yeah see that's what i'm saying uh you know and, and the, uh uh the, the, these people out here they destroying you know a, a truck like what are you destroying the truck for and all this stuff and i'm just like hey man like it's, it's just not the time it's just like i don't want to talk about this Mm-mm. like i came here to decompress i don't want to think about this i just want to eat right like everybody not trying to have the conversation with white right. people it's not right. my job you know i'm not an educator i'm not a fucking activist nothing positive is gonna come of this interaction at all it's not like you even if you leave here with an understanding better i don't feel that shit doesn't matter to me i'm mm-hmm. not one of those people that believes in that um so he was like uh you know and, and they said they shut down south park mall like you because at this point he's starting to get the hand and he starts walking away and he's starting to like but he keeps turning around like and he's like and i'm not talking at y'all okay i just want y'all to know i'm like you're fucking talking at us you're absolutely talking at us because if i'm not contributing to this conversation you won't leave so you're clearly talking at us and i just uh i said okay man you know like you, oh, like you can go and he was and he say i'm not talking to y'all because y'all black i was thinking motherfucker we the only niggas in here what the fuck are you talking right about? you didn't stop to talk to anybody else right um and so like honestly y'all i wish i was by myself uh this is one of those times where if i was by myself he would have either got the hint faster or i would have probably cussed his ass wow, out he probably wouldn't even came by it was just you right um but you know with karen there and with her doing the polite smile and nod shit he thinks is an invitation to, to give us his dissertation of uninformed bullshit on race and you know he tried to pull the like almost like the i don't see color and see this is the thing about like this is that liberal white shit where motherfuckers think just because they not overtly calling you a nigger that none of the shit they're doing is racially insensitive like all the people in there just eating they, they food you let them eat except us who you need to like wipe your guilty conscience greasy hands on and um so he so he's like all right, all right well i'm about to leave man hey y'all be safe and i'm thinking to myself i i'm starting to hate the term be safe because i know i say it to my 
uh other black people when we talk but i don't it's like an unanswered prayer i don't know what it right. <laughs> is not nothing you did there's nothing you can do to be safe it's not your safety is not really up to you the people yes, that a, a lot of our society can entrust to protect and serve them and help them be safe don't do that for us and a lot of times they're the danger for us um so uh, saying be safe is, is is like an empty promise you know like I think what we really are saying is I hope you're not next. I hope I you don't get truth. killed. I hope good luck. We might as well be saying good luck out there because that's how it feels at, at this point. But you know, him saying be safe. He said, I love y'all and be safe. I don't know you. How do you love me? and You don't know me. How do you have a one sided conversation with me? But you love me. You don't even know how I feel about this shit. Mm-mm. Uh, so he says, I love y'all, uh, be safe. And I just said, uh, like, yeah, man, you too, man. Be, you know, like, be safe. And, um, he goes, oh, he turned around. It's like, they shut down the South Park Mall, man. Did y'all see that? And I said, nah, I hadn't heard that. And he was like, yeah, they shut it down, man. Why they got to do that? And I just smiled the biggest fucking smile because I was like, yep, good. I hope they shut down the fucking mall. Hope they shut down the highway. Hope they shut down downtown fuck it none of it matters to me you know what i mean like how like how about you get as upset when they kill that man you know what i mean like all this shit you had to say was all he really honest to god i felt like the whole conversation he really was waiting on us to be like yeah it's a fucking shame they burned down that uh truck or whatever the fuck it was that that he was upset about like it was like i felt like that was what he was waiting for that moment where we could all agree because he was like it's just ignorance i talked to my son he said it's just ignorant and i talked to my friend he said it's just ignorant that people go out there and do that shit and you know i refuse to say it's fucking ignorance because it's also if it's if it's ignorance it's ignorance that has been taught you know it is ignorance that has been taught because you treat our bodies the way that you the way that people treat us as 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 black people um this is nothing but chickens coming home to roost when it comes to this shit like when it comes to people destroying property and stuff you treat us like property you destroy us like property and then you expect us to value the property that we don't own and the property that you use to leech the resources out of our neighborhoods and shit like that so yeah i have no sympathy for that dude um i have i don't want to have a conversation with that guy um and and, and you know and, and the weirdest part is so we get he leaves right he walks out the door and i saw him look in through the window because karen was on her phone and i don't know if she was about to type something about it or he thought she was but he looked in through the window kind of for a second and then he like left like he lingered on the patio then he left and so then the owner dude like i said who comes over speaks all the time mm-hmm. uh you know like i said we never really have like deep conversations and shit he's kind of an awkward guy mm-hmm. and you know he'll come over and talk to me and be like oh i like that shirt or something right mm-hmm. um or you know hey you see the panthers or whatever mm-hmm. matter of fact he was the dude that convinced me to be a panthers fan uh i was uh it was uh i went to get some wings one day and he was like uh what about the panthers i was like oh, i'm an eagles fan he was like are you from um philly i was like no he's like you ever been to philly i was like not really he was like uh so why don't you just be a panthers fan and i was like i guess because you know i grew up rooting for the eagles and he was like yeah but just i mean you live here it was like y'all didn't have a we didn't have a team when you was rooting for them and i was like you know what you're right i don't really 
i've never rooted against the panthers i don't dislike the panthers and you know i always wanted a quarterback that was post-racial so i just switched over like immediately i have never looked back i was like yeah what the fuck am i being if i'm gonna be miserable let me be miserable with the motherfuckers here all right they'd be miserable with some motherfuckers that i've never even seen you know um and plus they ain't had black quarterback in a long time so mm-hmm. bye uh but yeah man so uh it was just kind of interesting man that uh so he comes over the owner he <laughs> he didn't even say shit he put his hand on my shoulder and he just let it sit there for a second and then when i turned around to be like okay now who the fuck is this touching my shoulder i saw it was him and he was already walking away almost as if to be like i'm sorry you know what i I really think indirectly that's what he was saying he probably overheard the conversation he was like he is ignoring the fuck out of them while they trying to eat their food yeah i feel like everybody in the bar felt sorry kind of like like you know like because it wasn't like it was some violent shit it Mm -hmm. wasn't like it was just like we trying to eat it wasn't even about disagreeing or agreeing Mm -mm. i just like it's it it's a privilege that's privilege in a nutshell the fact that you felt what you needed to say was more important than our meal and whatever the fuck we were already talking about you had to unnecessarily tie a time up right and 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 i'm not gonna lie it was taking everything to not cuss his ass out it was several points where i wanted to be like well that's bullshit but i also kind of felt like that was what he wanted to to have this discussion where he could walk away and be like see these black people don't even want to listen they just so angry i'm just thinking to myself i don't i didn't come here to be the representation for black people come on for I just you came to eat my goddamn lunch i honestly just came to get something to eat dog. that's it that's it like there's no there's no ulterior motive to me walking out of my house as a black person where i now am required to have all these conversations and shit right because you're not required to explain all whiteness and and maybe and i don't know uh i've had interaction with uh drunk white people before particularly drunk white men for i realized for some reason everybody get drunk everybody want to talk about this shit nah why can't we talk about it when you're sober and we can have rational conversation why do why do you have to be why do you have to be drunk to have a conversation with me that you may or may not remember so you got done wasting my time in the first place um and it's fucking annoying you know and you don't do this with your white friends you always come to the nigger and be like hey nigger basically this is what you're saying explain race to me nah nah not my problem nah nah because with the with social media is too many avenues at your hands to educate yourself and i'm sick and tired of people saying ignorance and, and blaming ignorance on people not knowing and blaming them just not understanding no you can research you can look if you and want they, to be educated in something you will go find the information if you care and they didn't even shut down them all he was wrong right like he just made that shit up man um and then the other part of it that was funny is uh that same day i was playing basketball and you know i play basketball with kind of same group of guys at lunch and it's fun you know we know each other i've known some of these guys for literally since i was like 18 17 um so we were hanging out and uh everybody had, was leaving it was me justin um uh a couple uh, two other brothers uh dewan he used to play for the panthers um this dude earl and then noah who's a white kid uh white dude cool dude and uh you know i've been knowing noah for pretty shit since he was like a kid like so we uh we were leaving we were about to leave and uh <laughs> noah and earl were walking by us you know earl's black noah's white and i go uh 
oh man y'all out man it's like yeah i was like all right cool so we're gonna see y'all out there tonight man we uh we we rounded and it's like what <laughs> i was like yeah dog me and justin we going down there man i'm trying you know buck fuck some shit up and they'll you know obviously i'm joking and they know i'm joking because i joke pretty much all the time when we play basketball he's like they're like nah i don't think so man uh y'all need to be careful if y'all going down and i was like shit it's worth it man if i hey if i gotta get hit upside the head to get a big screen tv i mean they got the four k's <laughs> out you know we could go down to best buy we got a whole little thing mapped out and it's like they was like nah man you know they're gonna be fucking people up down there and stuff i was like yeah man but just think about it man i only gotta fuck one of us up then the other ones grab the tv uh, and all this stuff like just you know we just joking and stuff and uh then we all you know everybody was kind of like yeah it's you know just in general the situation's kind of fucked up and they're thinking about you know the, the dude shooting people and all this stuff and uh noah the white kid was like yeah man it's my people that's the problem <laughs> and everybody was like uh like kind of quiet it was like yeah and he was like i know man he's like white people we the problem and i was like y'all y'all do have a pretty bad track record at this point it's not good <laughs> like y'all i was like if y'all y'all's uh carfax is, is all fucked up you know mm-hmm. um and we all laughed man you know and like we made a couple other jokes but like i know that kid right so you know the conversation was totally different and right. you know it wasn't a whole bunch of him white explaining and shit he was just chilling with us listening and talking and joking like everybody else in the conversation and so it's this isn't even about being so racially on edge i can't talk to nobody or whatever it's not even that it's just a matter of speaking to be understood and speaking at somebody and it's totally different man so yeah it, it, and to me those are two completely different conversations and the thing is because of white privilege white people have always got to be the center of everything so when they come in they got to tell you how to feel they got to tell you how to act they got to tell you how you should respond because in today it's about them and making them feel safe and making them feel not guilty and making them feel not responsible and making them not have to do anything to actually change the situation and so it's very frustrating because this is not a conversation this is a one-sided conversation and then they wonder why niggas get mad and be like fuck you don't talk at me you're too busy talking but you don't want to listen to anything i have to say because the thing is when it comes to privilege it has got to be challenged and it's got to be shattered and nobody wants to do that. And it's very hard for somebody in that position to understand and think outside the box and think about people that are not like them because they've never had to deal with these things. But a lot of that goes back down to empathy and sympathy and caring about people that are not like you. And also to go back to what you said about the property, when it comes to property, the only time people get outraged about property is when it's quote unquote niggas destroying properties when you have white folks destroying properties after somebody won or lost some kind of fucking game with you know nhl uh a game or 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 college basketball game or some shit like that they fucking tear these cities they fuck up cars they smash windows you don't never call they never call thugs they never call looters they never call riders they're not protesting shit they're just emotionally angry and that's never looked at the same as people that are actually protesting for a cause that's because they're scared of us they're scared of our anger because they don't share it they're scared of they're 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 scared of us because our anger is valid you know what i mean because if they 
I, I still feel like a lot of the fear white people have in this country is of a reprisal of a of a retaliation because they know they know down in their dna that what has been done to us isn't right and if it was them they'd be pissed they'd be ready to do something to somebody they don't understand us they don't know that for the most part we've been dealing with that so long that we're not gonna do that you know what i'm saying for the most part what our you know our i mean the national uh museum of african-american history just woke up just just uh opened right Mm -hmm. and you look at that shit and i guarantee you going room after room the thing that you're going to realize is that this struggle is a everlasting struggle that you know it'll continue long after we're gone it's been here long before us and at the same time it's not literally been long enough you know if 45 years ago you know people were like, don't drink out of my water fountain and shit you know it's not like this is ancient history but at the same time it's ancient history simultaneously at the same time so um it i think there's this fear that we're gonna like do something and that's why they you know get get so mad get so worried like so much law has been passed because of the fear of black people you know that's why these people getting killed they don't even need guns They, they threaten by you being black like your blackness is like a weapon it's a it's a gun as far as all of us are sitting around walking around with, with just a ticking time bomb time bomb as far as a lot of white people are concerned you know they're worried we all gonna go radio raheem you know yeah which which is dumb because most black people have gotten to the point where they've just just learned how to deal and it's like you just learn how to deal and the the most frustrating part for it is that people learn how to deal so much that there's not a safe space to actually express yourself and express your feelings because the thing about the world the world is white like here in america the world is white you know you cannot go anywhere in america without seeing whiteness you might can go to certain parts of town and not see too many white people living there you see white people white people are everywhere and we can never be in a place where we can just escape and be in our own space unless it's something that we've created and when you create something and you be like, hey, we just want to be by ourselves with no white people, they get fucking annoyed because something about telling a white person what they can and cannot do, they're not trying to hear that. Like, they ain't trying to hear what you mean you tell me I can't be yeah, here. Yeah, it's like how... Bitch, I said you can't be here. It's like how people got... Uh, a lot of male comedians got mad at the idea that women comedians had secret Facebook groups where they talked about, you know, the industry and navigating around some of the 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 discrimination and shit and the the double standards and the treatment that they experienced it affects them they got well the men got mad because they weren't included like you like that's how stupid that's how fucked up privilege is it's like i need to be included in everything well this is a space where, where we're trying to get away from the toxicity of what has been done to us and honestly we don't have the fucking benefit of doubt to every man and we're not here to let you prove that you know whatever you know it's like our facebook group we kick people out all the time because it's like yeah this isn't the space for you to fucking try out your uh isn't this a funny racist meme or whatever this is hey black women are terrible right i'm just joking it's a meme what do y'all think about this hmm shit like that and then they wonder why they get kicked the fuck out you know when people harass other members of the other group and they get kicked out and they go under 
well damn why are you not just gonna let me back in you know it's like well you kind of th- this is this can't be that space where you go around harassing people you need to get the fuck out you know there's plenty of other places the whole internet will let you harass other motherfuckers but since you wouldn't utilize the block feature since you wouldn't just leave somebody to fuck alone now we it's in our hands and now you gotta go it's that kind of shit that people don't understand but honestly that's the privilege of being like well i expect to be able to do this and still be treated as uh you know with a second chance and still be given uh you know and still be allowed to access this area and that's why people feel that way it's like well these black people have this space but why the fuck am i not invited that's why people think it's segregation when you have affinity spaces in dorms where they're like this is a dorm for only people of color and only people of color if they want to stay here can stay here and and well i mean that's just like segregation ain't it yeah if you have a child's understanding of what segregation was sure if you have if you're a child if you're if you're three years old and you don't understand the historical context of it um sure you you might be stupid enough to think that to try to simplify it down to that but in general no it's not so it's that kind of thing it's that entitlement that causes people to feel that way anyway none of this shit is about the feedback uh the point being um charlotteuprising.com and like i said you can donate there you can Mm -hmm. find out what it's about i mean look i don't know maybe you don't want to donate maybe you don't give a fuck and that's totally your right too right maybe you don't agree with the stances they're taking that's your right too you know that it's like 10 or 12 different bullet points of things they're trying to get accomplished and all that stuff and you know it's a collective uh collective uh goal uh or whatever so who knows you know at this point and you know and who knows how effective it'll be and all that shit totally up to you i'm not this isn't a solicitation or trying Mm -hmm. to make you feel guilty or whatever uh but i would be remiss to not say something when we had this platform and uh it's happening in our city so um you know i just this is the way i would like to help my city and like i said donate it ourselves so um like even if you don't do anything then you know this is then it's just for us that's fine too um all right man let's get into this feedback okay guys uh we have people that uh gave money Mm mm-hmm you know that them them dollars them dividends you know what creflo gets up every morning for <laughs> where he interrupts your uh a bt uncut for uh so let's give a shout out to the people that got donated i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day melissa melissa w recurring donator thank you very much melissa uh we also had my man chris from hawaii recurring donation thank you chris we appreciate you brina h recurring donator thank you brina we appreciate you uh ricky a pretty ricky what to call him uh recurring donator film press comics get your comics from film press recurring donator david s david from brooklyn recurring donator thank you david uh michelle p recurring donator and she's a brand new recurring oh, donator thank you me comrade the back mm-hmm uh olivia from chicago you guys know her hey, um, baby. she recurring donator uh pete b recurring donator thank hey, you pete hey pete ain't that rapper mm-hmm okay Rena- uh pete b you member of third base uh renate m recurring donator uh anthony 
Van D, recurring donator. Thank you. Hey, sweetie. Jamar D, recurring donator. Thank you, Jamar. Yes. Tiffany P, recurring donator. Hey, Tiffany. Nicholas Z, recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Bomani Jones. That's right. Uh, the right time in the evening, Jones. Rita May C, recurring donator. Uh, that sounds like an old woman's name. <laughs> it does. Rock from the Black Astronauts podcast. Hey, sweetie. Monica B, recurring donator. And that's everybody. Thank you very much. Play me out, Kurt. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. Tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's all right. The truth is, I almost gave up. I can't explain Holy Ghost power Like a shower and I know it hurts y'all But still I smile Even though it hurts me I smile I know God is working So I smile Even though I've been here for a while I smile Smile It's so hard to look up When you lean down Show sure a hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. I wonder if um Kirk gets the most money out of those. Because I feel like everybody does the work, and then Kirk comes in. And he's like, oh. uh huh. Because yeah, because you have to think Kirk Franklin uh broke off because it used to be Kirk Franklin in the guy's property for years. Yeah, it just I mean it just feels like um you know and they, people love these songs honey they play the hell out of these songs um i just feel like they already have a song and it's already done and then kirk comes in like puff daddy and just adds take that take that he does gets, uh-huh he does he gets all the money and he does uh, especially he like he like to remake shit all the time if he banging though but yeah he like to remake mm-hmm. all right let's uh get into the feedback okay you guys left five star views and i'd be remiss if i didn't read them long as they're nice right mm. uh tiny direwolf says uh came for game of thrones and stayed five stars oh you oh. really did stay okay it's been a while since we talked about game of thrones mm-hmm. just listening to today's podcast and realize i'm one of those who have neglected to leave my five-star review i came to this podcast for the game of thrones reviews and stayed the blackout test is one of my favorite podcasts rod and karen are funny and informative i always learn something new and appreciate their perspective on the news of the day rod's observations cut right to the truth of things while karen's laugh and passion about issues is everything i look forward to each and every podcast thank you oh thank you baby we look forward to you uh listening to each and every podcast we do and uh yes that's uh, i appreciate you uh sticking around mm-hmm. you know i feel like there's a lot of people that they probably get their game of thrones uh on and then they be like all right i'm out i'm not here for the rest of the shit like what is this black shit y'all talking about mm-hmm. uh but i appreciate you for staying yes. um all right um we also had uh keeps me woke by blonde is the best uh for my long drive commutes to the gym ride and can create an entertaining informative dialogue that keeps me plus my boyfriend listening daily if it's even better that they have the best segments like fucking with black people nothing else like them love you guys thank you so much for the content thank you thank you baby uh grown folks talk from jada uh who says 
i'm so happy that i found this podcast is a perfect mix of funny and serious which is exactly what i need to get through the week and rod and karen sound exactly like family karen sounds like my aunt the auntie who lets you get another slice of cake even though your mama tells you not to <laughs> it gives you serious talks that influence your life and that laugh please don't stop rod reminds me of an older cousin who was always roasting you when you were little and never went easy on you while playing games but because of it you're stubborn and can play spades like a motherfucker <laughs> this podcast is like listening to a conversation adults have at cookouts before an 80 song comes on and they usually and they ask what you know about this from a young millennial <laughs> and a sugar and butter grits eater Ugh. i'm so happy you continue this podcast oh thank you and normally we we go to the guys old folks looking at us like what you know about this yeah nah we i i do appreciate you uh listening uh to the show man because mm-hmm. we definitely couldn't couldn't do it without you guys and uh you know despite your sugar loving ways we still appreciate you listening <laughs> to us okay so don't even, don't even worry about it oh shit oh oh boy what you know about this yeah! huh? oh see now you just a twinkle in your daddy's eye when this came well you used to be this tall well, remember when you, I used to pick you up? I used to change your diapers. That's what used to happen back in the day. Mm-hmm. I still got a picture of you, boy. You used to shit everywhere. Shit all over the bathroom, everywhere. That's your girlfriend right now? hmm Girl, we used to call him little shit stain. That's right. You used to always have a little shit stain in his underwear, girl. Let me go get the pictures. Right. Oh, well, hold on. But first, I got to do the bus stop. All right. Um. I know he called over to his wife. Hey Sheila, hey girl, come in and shake that thing like you used to. You like, oh, come on. Oh, let me see how low I can get it down to the floor. Mm. Can't move like you used to. Mm-hmm. Oh, my hip. <laughs> yes. Somebody help me up. <laughs> I got that gout. Can't move as quick. All right, we have uh, some episodes this week. Let's break down the commentary and stuff. Um, we had the feedback episode, which is special snowflake. Stupid. Right, nope. Have- yes. No and Stitcher. Oh yeah, we did have one on Stitcher. Yeah, my bad, Karen. No problem. Nails left one three days ago. Says hilarious, funny, and insightful. Much love from the Scotland. Thank you. Thank you from the Scotland. Appreciate you, Nails. That's my bad for almost skipping that. Uh, all right. So no comments on episode twelve eighty six. Special snowflake is stupid. Um, and no comments on the poll. And the poll was: Should we have had a poll for this episode? Yes, no, or this is so meta uh twenty three percent of y'all say we should have had a poll five percent of y'all say no we should not have had a poll and then seventy two percent said this is so meta and i agree with those seventy two percent because it was a poll um we had episode twelve eighty seven the real racist um <laughs> where we talked about um a bunch of stuff uh lgbtq news nick gordon found guilt responsible for bobby christina's death mm-hmm. coolio got arrested a bunch of stuff uh we had a lot of comments let's see uh jojo mave says the idea that only men should be able to have multiple wives always confused me oh yeah because there's a dude who built a website for dating for polyamorous couples uh but for men that are looking for multiple wives um not really the other way around 
mathematically it doesn't make sense the population of the world is about half women and half men if men were able to have multiple wives then that would mean women would also have multiple husbands since the population is equal parts men and women in reality if only men were allowed to have multiple wives then the very rich men will have all the wives and the rest of the men will have zero wives there will be no women left over ideas like this are just another way for men to be selfish and a lot of times they come up with stuff like this not realizing that it will bite them in the butt as a whole yeah it's just uh these these i think a lot of these dudes are just trying to justify their own uh just you know wanting to be controlling and womanizing and and all that shit like they because you're right the math doesn't even fucking make sense but you know they always attribute it to something that men have where men need to do this and of course women they're they're not sexual beings they're not providers they're just to be taken care of and you know to collect like pokemon al says very true regarding population violence is a response to the original comment i've also understood the idea of multiple wives to be justified in societies where men are able to fight in wars thus skewing the natural gender balance when many men die this is less explained uh slash rational in societies where women are not valued uh women and girls are not valued and are killed at birth etc al says karen was bringing the truth to the fucking with black people segment i really want to put her quote on a bumper sticker don't rape don't put yourself in a situation where you could be accused of rape the same thing you tell victims i absolutely agree that when it comes to rape misogyny and racism and all isms folks who are on the opposite side are fighting for the right to be offensive rather than the right to be right of the oppressed to not be offended and harassed and abused right i agree far says homie at the traffic stop in dallas i mean he kind of screwed himself he could have just taken a ticket and disputed it in court i've gotten tickets in dallas his court date probably wouldn't have been until next year because that's how backed up dallas traffic court is the cop ain't showing up for that and unless the violation was on video he could have probably gotten it dismissed with zero issue this is a prime example of picking your battles that said homie screaming black lives matter was just so sweet <laughs> uh willie f Brook- yeah that was the dude who got pulled over and they found cocaine in his car or some shit the, the video caught him trying to hide it uh yeah that was just that was a lot willie f brooks says i do agree that different oppressed groups can culturally appropriate each other like wearing indian chief headdresses but i think but i tend to think of it as when one group is praised for wearing or doing something that an oppressed group is ridiculed for black women are appropriating straight hair from white women because one there are black women who have naturally straight hair and two white women are scorned for having straight hair however aren't aren't scorned for having straight hair however white people are seen as cool and edgy for wearing locks but black people are seen as dirty and unkempt for having lost their and having lost their jobs over the same hairstyle Mm -hmm. i feel you willie it just don't seem that to me it doesn't even seem that straight of a line because there's people that will say uh white people are viewed as dirty for having dreadlocks and they'll try to turn it into like well it's bad when white people do it too that's what the ruling said was it's bad when white people do it or black people do it it has nothing to do with race and it's like that's fucking ridiculous it's not just that simple of well i'm just against the hairstyle no you're against the hairstyle because black people wear it and then white people that wear it you consider them dirty as well you know like um you know it's it's just a lot to it man i i think the appropriation thing mostly stems from a trust issue and i don't have an easy answer for how you get trust i don't you know some people 
uh do shit and people seem to be okay with it and sometimes people aren't and then every group's not a monolith so there's gonna be people within the group that are cool with it and people that aren't i've seen people go in on like i said i saw people go in on beyonce for being in the coldplay video and then i saw people defend it you know within the same group and without the same you know without within and without like i i don't know what to say because we're all sharing this earth together and part of it is that our cultures are going to intermesh people are going to think something's cool from a culture but not want to put in on that culture i don't know how you define putting in on a culture necessarily you know it's like well if you don't tweet black lives matter then don't wear cornrows but then if you wear if you tweet black lives matter does that really give you uh the the license to adopt our behaviors like i I don't know i like i like i would love to be clear and concise on this but it just feels like more of an emotional issue like certain people you just see shit and you be like man fuck that nigga i don't want him doing that you know what i mean i don't i don't have a i'm not gonna pretend that it's more complicated for me because it's really it's not that complicated for me is and i only care when i care and i don't care most of the time so you know and i'm not as and obviously i'm not the spokesman for cultural appropriation just just a person with an opinion lucked out says you know that response about porn from russian film russia makes it a lot of sense when you look at their birth rate programs such as national day of conception on september 12th to be honest it seems that government mandated homophobia is a result about the fear that putin mentioned in his first state of the nation address by in july 2000 damn the nigga in president since 2000 uh we are in danger of becoming a senile nation due to the population aging out without replacement basically if you're not making babies russia isn't about it instead of pull the pull out method they prefer to put in method but boom i'm sorry <laughs> anyways russia is trying to one-up the u.s military and their numbers ain't cutting it to support long term compare population growth between russia and usa courtesy of google and he sent some links in my opinion they're going at it the wrong way because some people use porn to get horny as a lady i like me some man-on-man action yeah i you know what man look uh that yeah that's this that fear of well if people watch porn they won't fuck i i I don't even understand what that really comes from because people watch pornography and still find a way to fuck other people all the time so people who fuck and never seen pornography before you got some places in the world they never seen it well no that's their argument is that if you never see porn then you will then you'll stop then you'll have sex with other people that's russia that's why russia's getting rid of porn i'm saying people watch porn and still fuck it's not dumb i don't think porn in the aggregate has much effect on people's sex you a dude your hand can't replace pussy what are we talking about here yeah falcons diva says your comments on hbcus versus pwis are always on point i started college at purdue university and transferred to north carolina a&t at purdue we had the unity of fighting against races but it was draining and stressful at a&t i could truly concentrate on my studies i don't think i got any smarter while at a&t but i was definitely more focused i can't imagine being at a pwi during this social media age with the officer involved murders cap sitting trump's idiocy etc yeah not to mention your classmates putting their racism on social media you know like 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 when did that become okay um i can barely get through the day at work where i can close my office door imagine being on a campus where you're subjected to silly racist antics all the time and you're constantly seeing videos of blacks being killed for no reason i really feel for our students that are dealing with such issues while trying to excel at school yeah some people just want to learn like they ain't trying to be activists they ain't no i just want to come here 
to learn why can't i just have that freedom right like that's the thing is uh people try to throw that activist like moniker on people just because they're black or they try to think every black person is entitled to join some sort of action and shit and it just doesn't matter what you think you know it's the same way it's still a type of entitlement the same way that white dude walked over our table and thought we owed him a conversation on race that 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 people are black and they're at purdue so they have to fight it and they have to they have to get the things changed and they have to some will do that right but it's a burden you shouldn't have to take when you go off to college because we're not mm-hmm. asking everybody to do that we're not white to. students don't think of that shit when they go to college no. they don't have to think of it you know what i mean it's just not a consideration and it fucking sucks that you show up on campus and it's an extra drain this is not a anti-pwi thing this is not uh saying anything lesser or worse for black people that go to pwis i'm just having i'm just accepting the realization that this is a thing they have to deal with that they wouldn't have to deal with on a black campus that being said you still gotta deal with shit yes you do you know some racist uh, there's nothing can uh a, a black man gets shot in fayetteville by the cops and i'm in fayetteville state doesn't matter that i'm at a hbcu i'm still in a white society so you know it's not like while it provides some shelter and protection and some things that you just don't have to think about as much you still have normal college shit you still had a roommate you don't like you still have the dorm that's this way or whatever and a lot of people are very ignorant and have myths about uh hbcus they are white professors white students go there white students commute i don't know why people think just because it's called a hbcu that there's no white people there at all and depending on hbcu even though they have a um the historical name of hbcu a lot of times depending on where the school is the white population is sometimes might be just as big or larger than the black population even though it's considered hbcu right so but yeah you know i i i I always feel like i have to clarify these things because uh the sensitivity around it and the amount of black checking that has happened right between people trying to use pwis and hbcus to make some type of point it's stupid it's so fucking stupid and i want to make sure that we are never perpetuating that shit because i don't care where you go wherever you go you have the right to just be a goddamn student you have the right to go and learn and have the same freedom as everybody else and still you know go through your ups and downs and make your mistakes and errors and still go to parties you should be able to still have that right you shouldn't be required to show up and have your afro on the power fist and constantly battle if that's not you right um all right so um the poll was just the fuck you think you looking at um and uh the answers are nothing my bad <laughs> or, or you motherfucker Uh-oh. uh 16% of y'all said nothing my bad and uh 84% of y'all said you motherfucker <laughs> to which I say okay so anyway next one <laughs> um i was running out of ideas for polls this week guys uh we had episode 1288 yelp revenge um we talked about a bunch of different stuff um nfl injuries fucking up my fantasy team uh jimmy fallon show ideas you know sports sports clocks versus uh women getting ready getting dressed um (laughs) you know the poll was even which is longer waiting for a man to finish watching the game or waiting for a woman to get ready to go out and for the record it was close Uh 
it was real close but it finished with 55 percent saying waiting for a man to finish watching the game is longer than waiting for a woman to get ready to go out that's 45 percent that was real close real close um anyway prof Corey said prof Corey says uh regarding the poll of course more time slips away if you wait for a man to finish watching the game if i were willing to wait i'd get a halo but i ain't willing i'm out <laughs> fuck you in your game willie uh willie f brooks says laugh my ass off not raping puppies uh i don't even remember when i said that but i'm sure i said that uh eve says pat mccrory has got to go i don't even live in north carolina anymore but it is my state of birth and every time i hear any news about him i feel 100 percent fucked with right please vote that clown out of office make sure you tell all your friends and family to register i made it a point to call out my relatives in nc to, to make sure they registered to vote november can't come fast enough right i re-registered i i was already registered i re-registered to send a card i sent it uh what you call that certified me i want to be sure somebody signed that shit to be sure y'all know y'all don't have no problems i also re-registered um real talk a lot of times i do it every, every year when since obama's been in office every 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 four years when we got ready to vote for obama i, I literally would re-register my address hadn't changed anything i was like fuck it i'm re-registering just in case you decide me to bump my ass off of this put my ass back on bitch yeah like i i'm i can't even front guys i like we moved uh we only moved like a block not even a block and i was like let me make sure they got my whole address right just in case i show up and i got to you know got to fight to prove my love right i'm not trying to get up there and they be like well you know what you was purged fuck you bitch i re-registered falcons diva writes in i so enjoyed hearing oh yeah because this episode farewell brangelina was when we had sojo and miss smart on yes uh from whiskey wine and moonshine falcons diva said i so enjoy hearing two-thirds of whiskey wine and moonshine when miss smart went missing the second time i immediately thought the clowns really got it this time i hate i hate clowns the whole thing with luda is pretty messed up i'm not saying his ex is lying but wouldn't the daycare reported the bruising i think they're obligated to do this but i'm not so well versed in child protection laws great show as always yeah i mean it's interesting that she's the only witness i guess quote unquote in this situation um, refresh, baby. let me refresh real quick guys because i'm signing like a robot in the chat room auto playing auto tuning auto <laughs> play lord auto tuning auto <laughs> playing is what videos on social media do <laughs> man you know somebody speaking of auto play somebody put a video of allegedly a rape of a 15 year old girl by a cop um it was like famous or something was an account on twitter and um twitter made them take it down i think but you know people were trying to get the account suspended and people was like could you at least take the video down because you know if it's true then it's an assault of a underage girl so right. it's, it's got to be super illegal to do that and um they they were being like people saying take it down but thousand more people saying take keep it up we need to find this person and da, da, da. it's like yo you probably that's gotta be illegal and you should probably go through the proper channels not to mention if the people you claim you're trying to help are saying yo this is traumatizing for a lot of people to see this 15 year old girl brutalized right his life. you know i i just don't understand it like i i'm more understanding of the arguments when it comes to like police shootings and shit like i don't i try not to watch those videos unless I i'm seeking to actively watch them I and i understand that. that some people don't want to see it Mm-mm. but at the same time i can understand a, a argument of 
well this is about transparency and all this other shit but a rape of a 15 year old girl why the fuck would you put that out that can't be legal it just can't be um it's like until cnn and so-and-so see this it, it was just a lot man um that's so. dumb it's a fuck you you're fucking fuck, posting a crime dog yeah it was a lot man I, I was just like i can't believe that just happened right and you talking about a child and you got her fucking face posted everywhere yeah um you know not to mention like i said this is a brutal sexual assault nobody wanna it, it's one of those things where it's like it has to be other channels to go through right. it just has to be maybe someone you can email at the media corporation or something so you know so i mean you didn't even edit it you don't blur out faces or anything it, it's just i don't know people are right and on top of that you know she has family and all this shit and friends and, and you just right she's still alive just she's still alive somewhere right somebody's recognizing that girl you you're re-victimizing her possibly um you know not to mention the cops might come after her you know it's, it's a lot man for people to just casually throw that shit out there man mm-hmm. um and and you know if this is my child i would find how and i i would sue you fuck you why, why are you doing this who gave you permission to put this out there with my child and there's repercussions behind that you don't care anything about the repercussions you really not and and, and shit like this pissed me off you really don't care about the justice that you're quote unquote trying to get because if you did you wouldn't do this yeah people do it for you know um likes and and retweet right you really don't care about the justice um you know so it's not the same yeah you know it's it's, and you know twitter you know took the account down for a little bit but then i think it took down the um the video as well you know and then put the account right back up um you know and also just you know it's it's sad because it's like you're doing this for retweets at some point you know like right you do not care right you know um you try to hide behind the activism but you know for shit for shit like that right there the way you explain that no you do not care right um so whatever man you know now they're on twitter talking about the, the other black blogs just trying to get me deleted that's just all jealousy and shit like that ain't nobody jealous you dog don't nobody know didn't nobody know who you was i'm not saying that i'm not saying that maybe people are jealous of you this is two different things yes it is maybe it's maybe some of the people coming at you are out of jealousy because it's that forty thousand followers it's not just nobody knows who you are people know who whoever that account is but the point you know the point being there's right ways to go about shit in wrong ways and that that's was the true. wrong way that nah okay and that's people true. are telling you this is the wrong way and you're like fuck that yeah you know anyway falcons diva says uh she says the whole thing with ludus pre oh wait i read that one okay ao says thank you for this wonderful episode i needed this laugh especially with all the shenanigans happening in black people news this week you are doing the lord's work truly i didn't think i cared about the brad and angelina split until your recap and white people news uh yeah you kept a lot of people abreast lease rhymes with peace says i hate to be that guy but angelina lost all that weight because her mom died of cancer she wasn't anorexic or at the very least it wasn't something she talked about all those preventative surgeries were done because cancer runs in her family there's a huge story about her being privileged since most women don't have the luxury to make a decision like this anyways i still laughed at your comments i ain't shit lol nothing's wrong with funny right love you all uh yeah it's just uh we brought all that up on the show so 
kind of no need to bring it in since we already had brought up the facts that her mom died of cancer that's why she got rid of her ovaries and her breast um it all off is the things you're writing in the correct were jokes and the the ladies at whiskey wine and moonshine were making the jokes about the anorexia and shit and it is what it is um and you laughed at them anyway because you knew they was jokes so <laughs> kind of feel like you shouldn't have wrote in but thank you for writing in uh amani says i'm if i'm hillary clinton i'm doing cartwheels to be included in that lawsuit see i'm a black lives matter leader me and netta standing side by side <laughs> so good hearing the ladies from whiskey wine and moonshine needed this relief uh one other person left a comment that said quays underscore y says white people news always took over almost took over for the whole podcast rod went in so deep i was expecting to find out angelina's shoe size and brad's favorite color we didn't know but we we could find out we have gave it to you yeah um and it's a six and red okay <laughs> uh <laughs> and the comment the poll was easy will brad and angelina split for good you know she just filed for divorce it's not official yet uh yes they're done so 72 percent of y'all say they're done which means that 28 percent of y'all say they're gonna get back together i'm just saying says for a lot of these hollywood people the relationship is over long before they file for divorce it isn't out of the blue they probably haven't been seen together for in a month or two they haven't been seen together since like november i think eve says this was one white people news segment that cut me deep i was so rooting for them especially since they had 30 kids together tribe i just hope zahar continues to slay because she's the queen yes and the one that got blamed by that nanny uh all right in the last episode of the week was episode 1290 the weekend cut his hair um so we had a couple comments on this one uh really dark night says the corporation that runs twitter is so full of shit i watched for years as black women specifically high angry black lady women in general lgbtq people and others get harassed and ask for support for help on twitter and twitter doesn't do shit i watch leslie jones get run off twitter i also watch twitter delete non-sponsored tweets from about the olympics in no time flat but now they're going to run up and de-thread this woman's tweets with all these races uh, all these races are free to harass everybody in existence fuck out of here also that woman who burned her man and baby must have been really steamed oh come on man <laughs> come on man <laughs> that, entire, that entire story has simmered down and you just gonna bring it right back <laughs> the whole thing was smoking wasn't it um all right so uh but yeah um uh yeah that, i was actually surprised last night to see that twitter even reacted to get those tweets with the woman with the, the 15 year old girl being raped off of there so fast but then they let the account come right back so obviously you know they don't care but so much right but you know and it was up for a bet like the better part of an hour or so but you know they did get that shit taken down um but that says a lot about my lowered expectations for what the reaction time is on twitter mm-hmm. amani says i'm just tired man 
i appreciate y'all for making it through the show imagine it turning around and being funny it's hard the more you just sit and think about it. i really don't have much more other than hoping it's not one of my niggas next time but it still needs to be said and fuck this portland rapist how the fuck is he talking about accountability and how much he suffered for admitting he's a rapist without any consequences other than being called a rapist white privilege is a hell of a drug i said oh shit male privilege too uh in that case you know uh i said sorry damn isn't that the end of it you're gonna call me a rapist just because i admitted the rape this is feminism going too far and happy birthday ride the chala of tip nation in the house thanks amani and the poll is the weekend's new haircut bay or nay mm. there's a very close poll i actually as close as our other poll okay 55 percent of y'all say with the new haircut he is bay Mm. scientifically proven on the blackout tips and of course nay came in with 45 percent. so i mean it's not conclusively like you know it's a pretty close it's a 50 50 chance that y'all gonna say nay cabadonna says the weekend looks more sensible but that's not hard because his hair looked ridiculous i did he went from the black side show bob to the negro gumby did he call <laughs> will did he call will i am for fashion tips maybe supercuts cut that mm-hmm. all right guys let's uh play some voicemails um let's see what we got here um all right hey good morning guys it's b white from atlanta i was calling to give rod a happy birthday shout out enjoy your day and i love you guys and continue the great work thanks bye Aww. oh my god this beautiful thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for my uh birthday shout out thank you it's so beautiful uh you had another voicemail man wait a goddamn minute nah see i'm almost caught up with your show right so you know i was gonna let it slide but you know what this is in my heart i, I can't let it go because you know, all this motherfuckery that's going on somebody need to say something about this shit now um I just got something to say to all of y'all people who put sugar in your grits, okay? Y'all some nasty niggas. You hear me? Y'all some nasty asses, okay? Sugar do not belong in grits. Sugar belong in Kool-Aid. Tropical punch. Sugar don't belong in no goddamn grits. And I bet y'all the same motherfuckers that put sugar in your macaroni and cheese, too. This mm-hmm. shit has got to stop, people, you know? I have been gone too long, okay? The motherfuckery has gotten beside itself right now, okay? Um, to the listener who asked the question, how come they can't have brown sugar in they savory cheese grits, okay? Um, don't let me catch your ass in the street, okay? Because that is some bullshit if I ever heard it, okay? And that's why when I find you, I'm going to squat and I'm going to shit right in your bowl of grits. Then you can put sugar on that shit. All right? You can put sugar on that. All right? And let me re- address real quick. Okay. Being grit sexual is not eating savory and sweet grit. No. Being grit sexual is when you eat yellow and white grit. Mm-hmm. Ain't but two types of damn grit. Yellow grit and white, white grit. grit. Okay. And you know what? Where my people in the South? Why the fuck y'all ain't standing up ripping hard for the grit, man? Mm-hmm. Don't y'all know all this sugar and grit shit? Don't y'all know that is punishable? $10,000 fine, mm-hmm. six months in jail, and the revocation of your grit-eating license? Ha <laughs> ha! 
please, people. Let's get it together, okay? Please stop all the madness. No more sugar and grits. No more sugar and macaroni and cheese. Even though I know you didn't bring up macaroni and cheese, I'm going there. Mm-hmm. All right? If we do that, see, we can have a safe and happy world. Because, see, this is why we can't get along as a people. Okay? This is why we can't get ahead as a people. Because of shit like this. Sugar and grits. You know, but, but you know what? I, I, I'm done with it. I just had to get it off my chest. All right? Everybody out there, y'all have a good day. Blackout Who's Hip Nation. One love. Peace out. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, chill. Me too, and I've never heard of uh, sugar and uh, macaroni and cheese ever. I've had sugar and macaroni and cheese at a, a fucking potluck, and oh, that shit needs. That to, shit was terrible. That shit needs to come with a sign. You can't just do that to people. Oh, that shit is illegal. That shit is like putting rohypnol in drinks and shit. Like that. That should be a. That should be a fucking federal good. offense. Mm-hmm. You should be allowed to sue a person civilly in court for that and get uh-huh. money for time and suffering um for all that shit because that, that was so ridiculous it's like i just like a little bit of sugar in my macaroni and cheese I'm like bitch you just told us why didn't they say sugar and cheese then yeah and then people wonder why a lot of people tap out of pot looks so they was like i don't know what y'all motherfuckers gonna bring in here no i just bring my lunch and they try to act like that shit was common too i was like oh what's wrong with this macaroni and cheese and it's like oh you don't put sugar in your macaroni and cheese like nobody no. does nobody no. but you <laughs> nobody does that bullshit stop acting like you cheese know is good all by itself yeah stop acting like you represent for the people fuck out of here <laughs> anyway last voicemail uh, howdy, Rod and Karen. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Dostex at Chicago. Um, and, Rod, I want to wish you a happy birthday and uh, the best you. possible on CP time. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, my nigga. Uh, congratulations on uh, getting another year on this earth, celebrating another lap around the sun. And uh, I hope you look forward to, uh, you know, all the nice things that come with becoming older, you know, an increased intensity in linen suits and, uh, you know, also probably reflexively called a kid young blood. So, happy birthday, Rod. Uh, keep up. Uh, hope you and Karen keep up the great work. And, uh, yeah, peace, y'all. Thank you. You smart. You loyal. You grateful. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes! Uh, alright, guys. We got voice, uh, emails to get to. Let's get to those. Uh, we only got nine minutes left uh kojo says hey Ryder Karen, just want to send a quick email to say thank you for all you guys do i appreciate your thoughts and views and look forward to hearing from you every episode peace kojo thanks kojo peace we appreciate you for listening man mm-hmm. uh elizabeth writes in uh much love from baltimore hi rod and karen seeing the reports of protesting and grieving and property damage in charlotte immediately made me think of you too i remember what it's like to be in the middle of a racist fucked up media shitstorm from last april here in baltimore i hope both of you are getting opportunities to take it easy and take care of yourself this police fuck shit hurts every time and you're completely right there's a powder keg everywhere but there's something particularly awful and stressful about watching our blow up so close to home yeah there's something about it i mean i don't know how to explain this man but watching the media report while knowing right. it's your city um and being black is um one of the things that was really eye-opening was how much the media sensationalizes shit mm-hmm. and how irresponsible the media was depending oh, on the channel msnbc had 
msnbc had the most responsible of the coverage that i saw now i didn't i don't watch fox news mm-hmm. so i didn't see any of that uh i watched a little bit of cnn just to see how the difference in coverage and i it made me live it man um don lemon was so irresponsible you know the questions he asked were so inflammatory they were so uninformed they were specifically designed to elicit certain responses you know um and i know he's probably asking those questions trying to speak for the white viewers but the questions were extremely loaded like well it was an african-american police officer who shot the man so uh you know a lot of people are gonna feel like what does that even have to do and it's like dude you you're a black man you know you know like you and if you don't know pretending that you like if you don't know you're sitting right across from a person that knows like and you're gonna ask that question again in 10 minutes of a different person it's you know it it was it's really sad to see you know the fact that they kept showing the same footage from over and over and over with different people the fact that they i mean they purposely basically wait for the activists that are in the protesters that are like there peacefully to go home right and then they put the cameras out and they wait for the people that are there to you know that are just angry and and uh, and there to 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 express that anger they wait for them to show up right there are people out there for hours with no problems yeah you know they're complicit in uh shooting the uh no pun intended but they're spreading the police version of events when it comes to like someone was shot at the protest and they were like oh the police are saying that a you know a protester was shot meanwhile witnesses are like yeah it was the police that shot them and all this stuff but they're not talking about those reports it's Mm-mm. it's just extremely irresponsible and and and, and, and but it's, it's disheartening man uh because you realize how much of it is a machine and it doesn't matter where it happens they just do the same shit over and over correct i was really glad you guys mentioned the role of public transit in these dynamics the day that everything came to a head here in baltimore did so because the police surrounded and antagonized a group of hundred of high school students i remember that at the mall right uh, who were transferring between buses and trains at the transit center in matt and uh Madelman mall Just trying to go home because they there aren't neighborhood schools here anymore and the kids had to take public transit and then to add insult to injuries our pat mccrory equivalent governor hogan canceled a huge crucial long plan partially federally funded transit project here the red line he was later asked about the fact that his transportation funding map almost completely excluded baltimore city and he said something to the effect that i'd already already spent money in baltimore referring to the spending the national guard wow to sending in the national guard mind you the national guard pretty much just protected expensive real estate investments near the harbor and drove around in tanks making it, uh, it feel like a war zone they didn't stand between police and protesters to make sure the protesters were kept safe and treated fairly or anything groups of college kids from the sororities and fraternities from our hbcus did that yeah it was also funny because uh msnbc was doing stuff like showing people who were there to you know protect property there were people there showing respect to the sold to the uh national guards because mm-hmm. national guard people are citizens yes they are they're people that were just regular citizens yesterday and then got activated and had to go stand in front of some fucking lows come on last night you know um not to mention you know people that are taking pictures on social media some of the officers like you know there were black officers crying and shit uh there too because they they still black like it, it, it's come entirely on. so much it's so much hate at this point and so many sides and shit i I don't know man it's like what we fighting against 
as a society is so uh it's is the roots are so firmly entrenched in our soul like in our souls that i don't know how anyone could not be affected by it and i don't know i also don't know how you beat it either i just know that um it's fucking with everybody everybody you know because it i mean as much as we go there's no such thing as a good cop and all this shit it has to kill you as a black cop if you have any level of sensitivity and empathy for the deaths of these black people and then you have to go out there and stand in riot gear looking at like when i saw that officer cry man that's what i was thinking was that's a person that realizes the gravity of the situation they hurt for their community as well but they're part of their job is enforcing this bullshit part of their job. you know and you and you hope that that person is one of the people that's that would speak up when they see something fucked up or whatever but you just don't know nope. you just don't know i can't there's comedians that can't even speak up on racism in the comedian industry fucking comedians you know what i mean like that job is not it's one of truth telling all this and then you can't even say yeah these 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 white dudes i work with are racist and that's comedians that's not uh police you know what i mean like there's some there's there's mcdonald's you work at where someone spits in a drink and you just go i'm not gonna say shit because i don't want to get in trouble you know my, my i just saw my manager do some fuck shit uh that's not my problem yeah it's up you know this is when it comes to taking people's lives same shit um let me know if i have to extend this thing karen mm-hmm. uh i'm at work when the news started reporting on the on the groups of high school kids moving through the city breaking windows and lighting fires yeah you are. i got a few seconds oh uh, okay all right let me uh, uh this is the last email oh we got one more email after this but i'm gonna go ahead and extend it to the next session mm-hmm. guys um give me one second um feedback part two electric boogaloo because mm-hmm. it goes over for a few seconds and then it just stops so. yeah i'd rather not have people get cut off and just go ahead and start it now uh, no problem um uh, but thank and thank you for letting me know mm-hmm. uh all right so we're gonna do the new session i'll call you guys over in a second um call audience and prepare to go live um all right go live we're back live all right let me add you karen and i just sent the invite all right so yeah man um back to this email honestly i didn't take it that serious i know how the news can be so i was a little slow to get out of the building um uh after my boss said that people were free to go i rode up to charles street which is basically the main north south street to baltimore on my bike to get home it was totally eerie completely deserted all the lights off shattered glass in front of maybe every fourth business window then that night a car was burned on our block and neighbors were on social media saying the police and fire telephone lines are busy there's no one to call i'm afraid to go outside to try to put it out what do we do and i'm not gonna lie to you it was a scary night we sat up all night watching uh out of our second story windows as a group of angry kids ran up the street and jumped on parked cars and then got chased away by police helicopters about a half dozen of the older men in our neighborhood pulled their cars across to block the street and sat there on the hoods and their kangol caps waiting for the kids to come back 
when they did i remember my neighbor mr george saying young brothers we know you're mad we're mad go home your mothers are scared for you come back tomorrow we'll talk about it we'll figure out what to do and the kids calmed down and walked away my experience of baltimore in the aftermath of freddie gray's killing was overwhelmingly this black people from communities that have been egregiously fucked over in every possible way for decades behaving with a level of forbearance dignity and humanity even during their times of extreme grief and anger that puts the rest of us to shame from the aforementioned neighbors and the hbcu students to the hastily organized public dance ciphers to give kids an outlet for their energy to the nation of islam and church elders keeping the peace at protests and organizing food drives to the librarians who went to work and opened their doors so parents could have somewhere safe to send their kids while the schools were closed to the strangers who paid delinquent water bills for families in hard-hit neighborhoods to the folks who made phone calls and drove vans to make sure the people who use the cvs got burned uh they got burned could still get their prescriptions and countless other things big and small yet the media coverage made it seem like baltimore was a bleak hellscape kept from complete ruin and chaos by the valiant efforts of the police and national guard there's plenty more i can say about that time but i'll leave it there that that's the narrative i'll put it this way as a black person watching the news in all those instances innately i felt that that's how fucked up it is i don't know these cities i'm not from ferguson i'm not from baltimore um uh every time i see this shit happening i'm always like there's a i can tell there's just a bunch of black people who are there to organize to help and they're just the news media the mainstream news media doesn't give a fuck no because then you would have to treat them like goddamn human beings and have empathy and sympathy they're not here for that yeah not even just the empathy part but just the story is more salacious if you hype it up white people around the world don't know us like that so when they see that shit they think it's just all the black people in the city are destroying shit and they start feeding into that racism and they start speaking saying racially stupid shit like oh i mean they're just mad because they own welfare and they just jealous because you know like a bunch of stupid shit where you're like they're doing it because they don't like white people you know what the fuck is wrong with you yeah it just it's it's whatever they can say to justify because the media is not there to inform them they're there to inflame them and they're there to get the ratings they're there to get the ratings the only thing that you know when you have no responsibility guiding you when you know like when i watched don lemon's show i thought oh he's just here to get you to the next commercial so as many people as possible watch it that's his job he doesn't give a fuck you know that's that you know as far that's why when he went to the ground on ferguson and they fucking trolled him it was because of that because they were like dude we know you're not telling a real story yeah we know that you're here to fuck with us so fuck you i get more coverage from social media than i do from fucking mm-hmm. the the news that's that's sad and you it's know more accurate most of the time it shouldn't you know i shouldn't need you know elon james had hit me on twitter like should i come down there and i was like i can't make that decision for you one because i feel like i who am i to tell somebody else put they they to me at this point your life in danger right you know uh i was thinking about uh his daughter and stuff it just Mm -hmm. didn't feel right to be making that call for him Mm -mm. but also i almost wanted to tell him like they just making it look worse on the news so so that they can you know capitalize off of it it's it's a very small area of town and very few people that had one or two nights of them acting that way and then they call in the national guard and everyone around the country thinks 
it's fucking the walking dead up here when it's not Mm-mm. most of the city y'all just that is functioning just like normal yeah the point the goal is to make you feel that something's gonna happen anyway um i'm extraordinarily glad you have listener you that your listeners have you two in charlotte to tell it like it is this is a shame and a scandal that the mainstream media does such a shitty racism perpetuating job reporting on these events i can't know exactly what the what you're going through but i feel for you and i'm thinking about you and everyone in charlotte in if concrete ways that can help from afar uh, uh come to your attention or causes that will be helped by donations at this time please consider saying so on the podcast i admire you both and i value your work liz uh yeah um I, like i said charlotteuprising.com is uh i think uh leslie mack sent that to me mm-hmm. and you know that's the information i've been uh sending people you know mm-hmm. if you want to donate uh supplies if you want to donate money mm-hmm. uh donate money to help people get out on bail that's that's a resource to go to you know i always feel uncomfortable with some of this shit because what we do i try to keep it entertaining and funny mm-hmm. um but socially i can't help but feel some responsibility sometimes to say something um because the shit eats at me too like i'm sure it's eating at y'all yeah, so we sit and watch this stuff just like y'all do yeah i don't i just don't want to be fake or phony or perpetuating some shit that's not real like getting on here and kiki and like it's all good because it's not all good mm-hmm. but at the same time i uh, <laughs> not to make make it too important because it's just you know jokes about shit but at the same time i don't want to let them steal that from us so we still right. want to we still want to laugh we still want to have fun come tomorrow we still gonna be making jokes we're still gonna find a way to be funny all week um you know the effort that that takes sometimes is a lot it really is and it's one of the things where uh for me personally i've gotten to the point where i can't let you take my joy right and 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 people say that but but like that like that's real like uh it's just one of those things where i know people tune into us for various different reasons but a lot of people tune into us from a break from the outside world yeah sometimes i feel like i'm i'm fighting for that hard like hard y'all like i'm fighting for that harder than anything else is just a you know like i said that's why i meant so much to me to be able to joke with people about half baked this morning as silly as that fucking seems uh i'm fighting for that you know and i'm fighting for that for everybody to listen to the show to have that well we can say yeah shit is fucked up in this world but we still gonna have fun oh yeah you know rather than uh, to succumb to that shit and and it's not like a denial but Mm -mm. (laughs) this shit is so ridiculous that it is that you can't help but laugh at it at least my brain i can't help but laugh better at the ridiculous stupidity of some of the shit that we go through and and this and the spin that we go through in life Mm so last last email callie c says um hey karen and rod i just want to take the time to leave some feedback this week and tell you guys that you're awesome oh it's um uh, uh, coco cutie okay thank you sweetie. you guys know we uh went out to um brunch with her mm-hmm. and we had a great time man we talked about all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff she's wonderful and pretty yeah she's very pretty uh we took a very a great melanated photo together uh, everybody was like who is that ain't that true and not like, talk about me and you i was like come on y'all y'all know our fans be fine come on dog this is old hat for me you I know. know ever since i've been verified All you know what i'm saying ass fans we got out there right uh i'm so happy that i got to hang out while i was in charlotte for an unexpected long weekend 
um i can definitely confirm you guys are cool in real life as you are on the podcast on another note karen what do you wash your face with karen skin <laughs> is flaw free like y'all i'm just kept staring at her like how uh maybe laughing at inappropriate shit cleanses your pores i don't know <laughs> opens the wall up but i <laughs> gets rid of all the acne but i need to find out anyway keep up the good work you two are the best Ah, uh, thank you thank appreciate you. you and uh yeah that's it for this week man oh, thank y'all so much oh you're right karen speaking of keeping your face clean uh ashley k i don't know if you want to say your whole name yeah. ashley k sent karen a gift she got a beauty dead sea mud mask for facial treatment on my birthday i mean it's not i'm not jealous or nothing you know what i'm saying <laughs> ashley i'm not the jealous type i mean maybe a lesser man would feel some kind of way about you know their wife getting a gift on their birthday you know <laughs> through the mail uh on the wish list but i'm not that kind of person so you don't have to worry about that but i already got taken care of with my hubman uh my it's a tubman thing uh t-shirt so i'm good you know i'm glad you were concerned <laughs> but i already i put that out there it was out there prior yeah I, to oh okay. i know i know okay, okay. it's just timing was odd for the purchase ah! but it's cool but i'm not but i'm see i'm not the jealous type that would even notice something like okay. that it's just, i want y'all to think i was a, trying to shine and, and uh you know uh shine on your birthday i wouldn't nah mm-mm, nah man i look i hear you i it's funny to me too i, I mean it's strange it's strange to me too exactly <laughs> all right man we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening thank to the show i uh, appreciate everybody listening live uh that listen to the show um thank you so much and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow till then love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>